Ladies and gentlemen, and fellow golfers, for your entertainment. It's the Golf to Go Hour with Frank LaRosa, brought to you by Hagen Oaks, America's most awarded golf facility, and Naturewood Home Furnishings, where it's all about choices and always about quality. Hello and welcome to another edition of Golf to Go Radio Hour on Sacktown Sports 1140. Hi, I'm Frank LaRosa. Hi, Scott Marsh. How are you tonight? Doing fantastic, Frank. How could we not? It's been such a great week for golf. We, we've we uh, had more than, more than our share. You know, we were at the uh, at the media event for the uh, Fortinet Championship uh, last week and uh, and then uh, played at, uh, where did we play? We played at uh, Green Valley. Valley Country Club. And uh, that was, uh, that was uh, I-, I love that golf course. Oh, uh, me too. Mark Sherman, PGA uh, uh, pro there, was uh, very generous to... Uh, to let us come by and and mess up his golf course so we appreciate that and um so yeah it's been a lot of fun it's been a lot of fun it's, yeah what a uh, great tournament with the open too this past week right boy i tell you that uh the, the you you talk about golf as it was intended to oh, play i guess you yeah. know we, here in america we you know we have manicured golf courses and and we get you know real nervous if you know if our ball takes a bad bounce into the first cut of rough you talk about having no idea where your ball is going to go over there. I mean, you, you can hit something in the center of the green and, and be in the gorse. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. Yeah, for sure. It was so much fun to watch. It really was. And, and, you know, hats off to, to Cameron for, uh, for a great tournament. Boy, did he play well and putt well. What an amazing Sunday round he had on the back nine to catch Rory, who didn't play poorly, just couldn't make a putt to, to finish things out. Yeah, we've got a we've got another full show uh, tonight. We've got Matt McAvoy from uh, from the Fortinet Championship. He's the tournament director. Going to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, um, and you did such a great job hosting that press conference last Thursday there as well. With the thank you, I people. appreciate that. And the fact that they invited me back the second year, you know, uh, either they couldn't find somebody else or we did something okay. <laughs> Uh, Adam Johnson, uh, owner of Golf Fitness Solutions um, and a board member of the first uh, tee. Uh, has got a fundraiser coming up this week, which we're going to talk about. And um, Brandon Bowling, who's the PGA Director of Golf at Plumas Pines Golf Resort, is going to talk about that beautiful property up in Gray Eagle. So, uh, again, another full show on the Golf to Go Radio Hour. Yeah, looking forward to it. Let's get this thing started. We will do that right after these messages. It's the Golf to Go Hour with Frank LaRosa. Golf to Go Hour continues here on Sacktown Sports 1140. Hi, I'm Frank LaRosa, along with Scott Marsh, and we are here to welcome uh, Mr. Matt McAvoy. Matt is the tournament director of the Fortinet Championship, returning to uh, Silverado Resort September 15th and 18th this year. Matt, welcome to the show. Yeah, Frank and Scott, thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. You know, speaking of pleasure, uh, uh, Scott and I had a chance to play in the media day for the tournament last week. Thanks very much for your hospitality. But, uh, you know, between uh, the tournament, uh, Fortinet people and uh, Silverado, you always put on a great show. And and um, I even had the uh, opportunity to uh, MC the the media day press conference with uh, John Madison and and. Um, and uh, Jim Overbeck uh, from Fortinet, and uh, that was uh, a great way to start off the morning. And certainly, golf and uh, and the Silverado cheeseburgers uh, made for a great day all the way around. Yeah, it was great to have you guys there. It's uh, the media day is always a fun day for us, and for us to get those Fortinet execs out in the community and and share some charity checks and 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 share a lot of what's been what we've been working on in the golf tournament with you know journalists and media partners is always a good time. 
you know, last year, Fortinet came in kind of at the last minute and saved that tournament. You know, I think you only had about uh, five years to, or five years, five months to prepare for that tournament and, um, and certainly pulled it off. And, um, and this year with a, with a whole year behind, uh, I'm guessing there's going to be some uh, improvements even over what last year was. Yeah, we, we really had a sprint last year. Fortinet uh, signed their title sponsor agreement in, in late March of last year, and we had a, a six-month sprint. So luckily, we had a great platform and format from our past PGA Tour events at Silverado, um, but really took that and, and amplified it. And if you have a chance to, to speak to, to Jim Overbeck or, or any of the executives at Fortinet, you know, your, your listeners would know what big plans they have and how much they're embracing not just the golf business, but but the golf community of Northern California. And, and this is just the start for them with the Fortinet Championship in Napa. And uh, I think they're going to have a lot more uh, areas where they go bigger and, and better, both at this event and, and across uh, the world of golf in, in Northern California and the whole world. You know, you've been around this business for a long time, and you've been involved with this tournament at Silverado for about six or eight years, something like that. And and so I'm guessing when 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 you take a look at at what Fortinet uh, has done already and the plans they have, as you say, not only for this tournament but uh, for the golf world in general, you have to be pretty impressed with what they're doing and what their plans are. Yeah, it's it's incredibly impressive, and. You know, just 18 months ago, they had never done a sports sponsorship in the U.S. They had, had done one deal in, in uh, Formula E, which was a logo on a car. And, and fast forward, you know, to today, they're, they're the title sponsor of a PGA Tour event, uh, an Australian PGA and LPGA tournament. They're the umbrella sponsor for the Canadian Tour. So that's now called the Fortinet Cup. And, and they're not stopping. I mean, they, they challenge us as, as their tournament team kind of every day to go to go bigger and better and what else can they do um, you might have seen their logo on Max Homa's left sleeve uh, out at the open championship when Max was paired with with Tiger um, so they have an endorsement deal with Max Homa so it's it's bigger and, and and better every day with with what can they do and and how can it not only support the the community but but also their business you know one of the things that impressed me uh, during the uh, during the press conference was uh, John Madison, um, just kind of giving us a little peek into into his life. I mean, we're all, you know, at the end of the day, we're all just kind of uh, regular people that go home and 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 take care of our families, uh, but whatever. But he uh, apparently opened his uh, golf bag um, to find that um, after he had left from home to find that he only had four clubs in the bag because his uh, his sons had maybe borrowed some of his clubs. But he said. He played the best round he had in an awful long time. So I thought that was a pretty good story. Yeah, it was a great story. And I can verify that it was true. I saw the golf bag. I think he had uh, a putter, a wedge, like a six iron and a, and a four iron or something like that. And went out and played a couple holes uh, the afternoon before media day. And then after our, our interview, Frank, I said, hey, you know, John, would, would you like a rental set of clubs? We have, we have full sets of clubs. And, and he said, yeah, that'd be a good idea. And I don't think he played as well on media day with the full set of clubs. So I think he's going back to the, uh, the limited set. We, uh, we want to get into uh, talking a little bit about the tournament, but uh, before we do, uh, Matt, you're a Sacramento boy. You've been, you know, you, you, you uh, know a, a whole lot about little river city and uh, now you, you live uh, outside of Sacramento, but your heart's still here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I grew up in Rockland and in Sacramento and, 
actually my start in sports was with the Sacramento Capitals. Uh, I remember Scott was out there doing the the broadcast for a bunch of those matches where we built the stadium out at, at Sunrise Mall and at, and at Galleria. And I loved my time there doing that and was able to take three years of that uh, transition from there to the PGA Tour, which at the time was the Fries.com Open out at Cordoval. And it was that event that kind of moved from, from Cordoval to, to Napa um, and what it is today. But most of my family's still up in Sacramento. I have season tickets to the Kings and my dad's been a, a legacy member up there. So uh, I, I get up to town once a week or so and, and, and visit the family and um, still, still love, still love the city. Gee, Scott, I, you know, I mean, I know you did basketball and football. I yeah. didn't realize tennis was, was part of the forte for you. I did some public address announcing for the Capitals, had a great time. Got the witness John McEnroe gets thrown out of a match at Sunrise <laughs> Mall at a stadium they built, which was super cool. And maybe the greatest line ever was when Andre Agassi showed up and Whitey Gleason, who used to work with us at the radio station, said from the Fave Lawns of the Wimbledon Club to the asphalt and citrus heights, we welcome Andre Agassi. <laughs> I know. It, it was, uh, it we was... had a great time, Matt. Yeah. Sorry, Scott. It was so fun to do those, you know, it, it and was to have a true kind of community program like that. And, you know, I look back on it and think about, you know, us bringing Andre Agassi and Serena Williams, oh, yeah. Michael Chang, and, you know, so many, you know, superstars in, in the day to, to Sacramento. Yeah. And I mean, Sacramento has always been an amazing, you know, sports space for every sport. Um, yeah. You know, even, even with golf a couple of years ago when they had the, the senior U S open out at Del Paso, um, yes. they had, they had great attendance and corporate sponsorship and, uh, we've had a couple discussions about maybe someday getting a regular event uh, on one of the tours back to Sacramento. And um, there's so many great golf courses between, um, you know, Catavadera that had an LPGA event to, to Del Paso and, and so many great community golf courses, Ansel Hoffman and Northridge Country Club and Hagen Oaks and Teal yeah. Bend, the list goes on and on. No, absolutely. We're going to talk golf, but I will say, Ramey Osborne, who was the owner of the Capitals, one of my, my great honors was to be invited to a lunch with Billie Jean King when she came into town. And that was e extremely special. Um, you know, in terms of this tournament, um, the great thing about what you're doing up there at, in Silverado with the Fortnite Championship, I mean, it is a first-class PGA event, but it's also a first-class entertainment event because you've really blown this thing up. Obviously, Napa is one of the great areas of the world. We know about the wine and the food, and you have all that available. But now the concert series that you've put on, too, and I know Cole Swindell is going to be out there, and country fans can come out and enjoy. So you don't truly have to be a hardcore golf fan to enjoy this event. In fact, correct me, Matt, but I believe it's been voted the, the best tour stop in terms of overall entertainment on the PGA. Yeah, yeah, we were voted the most fan-friendly event uh, a couple seasons ago. We shared the honor with the Waste Management Phoenix Open, which is a little bit funny because we, we like to think of ourselves as the adult version of the Phoenix <laughs> Open um, and really kind of trying to be more like a golf festival um, and embrace, you know, Napa Valley and the, the food and the wine um, and the music, as you said, Scott's always been a huge piece of us. So golf is is sort of like the anchor tenant, if you will. Um, this year, we have two nights of, of concerts, Friday and Saturday night, with four shows. So Friday night's kind of a country night with, with Gavin DeGraw and Cole Swindell. And then Saturday, we have ex-ambassadors and One Republic. And, you know, those those two lineups might be the two biggest we've ever had. And, and we've had some pretty good names out here with the likes of, of Weezer and, and Billy Idol and Sammy Hagar and 
uh, Matchbox 20 and, and a bunch of bands over the years. You know, you talk about the growth of that as well. I mean, your, your concert used to be right out in front of the mansion, but you've outgrown that. Now you, you're moving uh, the other side of the mansion to the golf course. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, we that venue in front of the mansion at Silverado is 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 so iconic, right? People can show up and and see the mansion. And I think you guys have attended the, those Tuesday night pro-am dinners out there with with the market lights and super quaint and everything you'd want out of, you know, a nap a night. Um, you know, when unlike Sacramento, the weather cools down just a little bit more here in the evenings. Um, but but yeah, the at the direction of Jim to say what what else can we do? What's next? We said, you know, well, if we really are going to go bigger with these bands, we need to, you know, we need a bigger footprint. So we're happy to go down onto the South course. Fortunately, there's a great space where we can, where we can set up that concert venue um, and not, uh, not damage that golf course. Silverado has two fantastic golf courses and, and move it down there. So we're excited about that. I think it'll be a good change and, and give people a little more room. I think uh, everyone's still very COVID sensitive. So, you know, we've been fortunate in the world of golf that we're outdoors and it's relatively easy to stay socially distanced, but to go down to just a bigger footprint, you know, down there will make that easier and better for everybody. Everybody looks forward to the food in Napa Valley, and um, you certainly don't uh, don't back away from that at the tournament as well. Talk about uh, what, what kind of food people can expect at the, at the Fortinet Championship. Well, I think uh, any event in Napa, uh, if you try to roll out there with just hamburgers and hot dogs, uh, you're, you're <laughs> going to get a, a chuckle like that. Uh, and we do have great hamburgers and hot dogs, but, but people have always loved the, the upgraded food. We've had an amazing partnership with Thomas Keller for the last eight years that we're continuing this year. Uh, you know, people know him for the French laundry, but really it's, it's as much about the, the lobster rolls and the, and the fried chicken sandwiches. So He'll be continuing that. Uh, like Frank said at the top of, of the show here, the, the famous Silverado burger dog has been an iconic element, uh, uh, you know, great cheeseburger and a hot dog bun. Um, and, and then we've had some other great celebrity chefs. Morimoto has been out there with a pop-up. Charlie Palmer has been out there with a pop-up restaurant. Uh, I think that's one of the things that we've really improved for this year is, is providing uh, kind of that better upgraded experience. I think as, as we come out of covid People are, are looking to, to have upgraded experiences and, and they're looking to, you know, have a little bit more fun, whether that's with a concert or with, you know, wine or cocktails or food. So we try to try to provide that and, and kind of have that festival atmosphere where, where even if you don't care so much about the golf or know all the guys out there on the golf course, you can still have a great time uh, in Napa Valley. We're talking to Matt McAvoy. He's the tournament director for the Fortinet Championship, uh, returning to Silverado in Napa, September 15th to 18th this year to uh, to kick off um, next year's uh, golf season. Uh, Matt, uh, Max Homa was was your champion uh, last year, and um, he's been uh, he's been quite a, a proponent of, of this particular tournament, obviously, uh, as a winner. But uh, what's what's he been like as, as a as a champion? He's been absolutely amazing. Uh, he's got a great social media presence. He's incredibly funny. Uh, and what I can tell you is, is he is as personable and funny and normal in, in real life. If you were sitting, sitting in the grill, you know, having, uh, having a beer as, as he is on, on Twitter. So I remember after he won, I think he shot seven or eight under for the last round and one by one and went and started doing the media and, and the other things, you know, the PGA tour champion does. And we said, Hey, could we get you, 
can we get you a drink or anything? He says, all I need are a couple of McUltras. Uh, we brought him, we brought him a six pack and he's like, I, I only need one or two, but uh, the others might've have made it with them on, on the way home, but just an incredible guy and, and, and super engaging. Um, he actually has, has been on, on social media this week because he played in the open championship, didn't play as well as he, as he would have wanted to. Uh, and is taking a, a one week vacation. So he's been tweeting updates daily about taking air swings and, uh, uh, and, and some of his other sports moves, but super, super local for us, you know, went to, went to Cal, uh, loves baseball is a big Dodgers fan. We don't tell the folks at the giants about that. Oh, we talk about that all day long here, Matt. Perfect. When he says we, he means him. Yes, me specifically, being a huge Dodger fan myself. I could love that. And obviously, he lived a lifelong dream last week playing with Tiger Woods. You know, that might have been in part why he didn't play as well, because that experience for him to get to play with Tiger was a lifetime dream. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be a distraction, right? I mean, when you have, you know, as as PGA Tour players in a major, you have a lot of people watching. But when when you're playing with the greatest of all time, and I can only imagine, right, what is that like walking up the the fairway at St. Andrews on, on Friday, unfortunately not Sunday, but uh, you know, for him and Matt Fitzpatrick to take a couple steps back and say, Hey, let's, let's, let's make sure we stay out of the camera shot and, and, and let, let Tiger, you know, take, take that all in. It, it had to have been incredible. Yep. Another young man uh, going to play in the tournament uh, is, he's very special here in Sacramento is Cameron champ and uh, the Cameron champ foundation is, uh, is one of the beneficiaries of the, of the Fortnite championship. As a matter of fact, on Monday, uh, Cameron champ has a uh, pro-am scheduled as well. Correct. Yeah. Cameron's been an incredible ambassador, not, not just for the game of golf and in Sacramento, but, but of all of his charity initiatives. So it's been great to work with him and his dad, Jeff champ, um, they're, they're doing some great work in Sacramento, you know, with the, the golf course there, the nine hole course that they've really made accessible to the community. And, and Cameron has done a lot of, of, of outreach work with the first different and now, for example, when they were down in Los Angeles, I think they went to three or four different, different clubs and really interacted with the community. So we're really fortunate. I think we're kind of the home game for, for Cameron. Uh, it's the closest tour event to Sacramento right now, even though, He's calling Houston home at the moment. I think Sacramento is still yep. home, home. Um, and yeah, for him to win two years ago, um, you know, in, in light of the passing of his grandfather and, and, and everything we can do with him, with Jeff, with uh, Glenn Weckerlin, who's the executive director of the Champ Foundation and uh, lives at Silverado and is a member who's been a huge supporter of ours. So those are two great young players that, that uh, not only are they great people, but, but they're darn good golfers. We've uh, we've kind of set the stage for everything that people can expect. Uh, certainly fun uh, is the word, probably the best way to describe it. But uh, if if I want to come, how do I get tickets? And, um, you know, what's transportation like and things like that? Yeah, tickets are available at FortnetChampionship.com on the website. It's super easy through Ticketmaster. Um, what what I think makes our event unique and easy for people is 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 it's easy to drive in and out of Napa. Um, it's, it's not overwhelming with people thinking come to the golf tournament and, and get close, get along the ropes. We intentionally try to keep the, the, the crowds at a reasonable size. Uh, you know, we, we don't want to have five, six, seven, eight people deep, like you'd see on, on a major. So the ability to drive up from, from Sacramento, from Marin, from the Bay area, uh, come in, enjoy golf, enjoy a concert and, and drive home for the day, I think makes sense for a lot of people, um, and, and, and save some money as well with, 
with hotel prices in Napa and, and, and our events in the heart of crush time. So, you know, for folks that want to come spend a weekend, have a day of golf, enjoy the tournament, see a show, you know, have a day of wine tasting of, of great, great food and wine and, and, and drive back home. You got me sold. What do you think, Scott? I'm there, but I've been there for many years and I know how great it is. And I'm looking forward to this year's tournament. It might be the best one up uh, coming here in 2022. Thanks. Yeah, we're, we're hopeful. It's the Fortinet Championship returning to uh, Silverado's North Course, uh, September 15th to 18th. Get your tickets, as Matt says, and, uh, you know, f- enjoy the food, enjoy the concerts, enjoy the golf. I mean, there's, there's a whole lot happening. Uh, Matt, thanks so much for being with us uh, here on the show today. We wish you uh, great success for the tournament this year, and we look forward to um, Media Day next year and another shot at the uh, Silverado Cheeseburger. <laughs> you got it. Thank you guys for all your support. Stay with us here on uh, Sacktown Sports 1140, and uh, we will be back on Golf to Go right after this. It's the Golf to Go Hour with Frank LaRosa. You are listening to the Golf to Go Radio Hour here on Sacktown Sports 1140. Uh, Adam Johnson is in now. Adam is the owner of Golf Fitness Solutions. He's also a, a board member of the First Tee Greater Sacramento. Now, you know, anytime uh, the name First Tee Greater Sacramento comes up, <laughs> They know I'm an easy mark. Uh, I've been involved uh, with the organization, mostly on a volunteer basis over the years. Uh, I, I, Adam, I was asked to be a board member a long time ago, and I thought uh, I'm probably better off being a, a kind of a lone gun. So, I, you know, I, I appreciate what you do. And, uh, you know, as long as as long as you're OK, me not being official, we're good to go. Uh, we, we've talked about making you an honorary board member. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, I, I can't thank you for all the events that you've come out at MC and now most recently you're going to become a, a target of all of my poker players in this upcoming poker tournament. You know, you, you, you open the door there. You as a board member have done an incredible amount of, of fundraising and, and it's not just going to, uh, to events that have been planned. You've actually um, engineered a number of these uh fundraisers yourself and uh you know you every time i walk by you seem to put your hand in my pocket and and all of a sudden <laughs> money goes to first tee i gotta i gotta keep away from you but you have you have an interesting one coming up uh uh on saturday um and uh, i'm just gonna let you explain it okay well uh so i was fortunate enough to be chosen by the first tee this year to represent us in the capital cup and for those who don't know, the Capital Cup is the second largest fundraiser in Northern California, from what I understand. Uh, last year, we raised, I believe it was $2.5 million. So Big Day of Giving is the only one that's bigger than that, as far as I know. Um, so this year, I decided that I wanted to not just ask my friends for money and reach into Frank's pocket, but to actually let them have some fun while we did it. So we're going to go ahead and put together a a poker tournament is what I thought to myself. And uh, it's turned into this. We have a big poker tournament coming up at Northridge Country Club on Saturday night, starting at five o'clock. We're going to have a bunch of fun. And most importantly, it's for the kids, Frank. (laughs) All right. Turn the pocket inside out. (laughs) Um, so, um, you know, I've, I've certainly I've been to your golf uh, fundraisers and they're a lot of fun and, and I know what to expect there. You know, I'm going to play golf and I'm going to give some money and, you know, I'm going to have an adult beverage or two. And, and um, so what, what can I expect at a poker tournament besides the obvious of playing poker? Because that won't take long for my money to go away. Well, and I'm glad you asked that question, because for those of you who aren't good at poker, we have revised 
So for the first hour, you can give us more money for the kids. Remember, it's for the kids. And we'll continue to go ahead and just reach into that pocket for you while you have a really good time. And you know what? If that's what it takes, I'm happy to provide adult beverages for you. We will provide those as well as some food and uh, some mild entertainment. There'll be a wonderful rabble rise. We've been very fortunate. One of my good friends was able to set up a spot in the Fortnite Championship Pro-Am down at Silverado. It'll include a wow. playing spot with one of the professionals that'll be playing in the tournament. It'll also include a night stay down at Silverado. So we're pretty happy with that one. And we'll have raffle tickets that are available on our website and also at the event itself. There'll be poker, uh, obviously, and we'll have that being professionally run by one of our wonderful companies and partners that's helped out over the past couple of years for any other poker tournaments. So it'll be very professional. We have a uh, person who's actually running the tournament. We've got professional dealers, and we'll also have some knockout prizes with the two of you guys, along with a couple of other people, where if you get knocked out of the tournament, or if they knock you out of the tournament, they're going to get something special for it. I so love that. Frank, not only will I have my hand in your pocket, but I've also put a target on your back. <laughs> You're welcome. It's a bounty. Good. I love well, it. I, you know, it's sounding more exciting all the time. I can hardly wait. <laughs> uh, you know, I, let, let's not gloss over this raffle prize. That That's really exciting. You have a spot in the uh, Pro-Am at the Fortinet. That's, you get to play with a, with a PGA professional player and uh, be involved in a, in a fundraising um, activity as well because uh, most of that money will go to charity. Um, but let, let's, let's go over that again. You've got a playing position in, in the Pro-Am for the Fortinet, which comes up in September uh, 15th through the 18th. And uh, I'm not sure what day your, your Pro-Am is, but um, that- Probably you know, that Monday, right, Adam? I, I want to say it's actually prior to the tournament, but I'd have to double check with the donator. Well, that's that. That is a pretty exciting uh, opportunity. And, yeah, I'm gonna uh, buy some raffle tickets. Yeah, you know that's um, that's that's the kind of thing any golfer dreams about, and uh, you know to be able to tee it up with a PGA professional and and um, you know have them uh, help you with your game as you go along, or have them uh, maybe turn their back when you swing, whatever it happens to be. But it it that's that's a fun event. You, it, it sounds like you've thought of everything for this whole deal. We've done our best. We have some previous events that we've been able to kind of look back on and find out, you know, what worked and what didn't work. And uh, although we'd like to have more players and we're anticipating a pretty good crowd, um, it's going to be a fun event. Uh, we've got a good rowdy bunch of guys that are coming to play that are going to have a good time. And uh, we've got a whole big mix of players, uh, anywhere from people who have never touched a card before, other than probably when they were a kid and playing Uno, to guys who, well, at least they think they're professionals. <laughs> you know, uh, you you facetiously said uh, a, a moment ago, it's for the kids, you know, as as we do. But it, it, this means so much more to you. Tell tell me why, you know, it's so important that uh, that you're a member of the uh, of the board, First Tee Greater Sacramento, and 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 what the kids actually get out of all of this. You know, it's really funny because that question would have and answered very differently when I first joined the board. When I first joined the board, it was like, oh, cool, a golf charity, right? And having gotten to spend the amount of time that I've gotten to with both other board members and also at some of our programs, it is amazing to communicate with these kids, the, the confidence they have when, you know, they're working through the programs that we have available at the first tee. These kids are incredible. I, I mean, 
you've seen some of the stuff that we've had where we've had kids go speak to Congress and just the confidence they come out of it. The golf is fun and the golf brings everybody together, but just watching them grow up is just amazing to me. Uh, I, I look at one of the best examples I have. I've got a kid that I've been training since he was 17 years old who grew up through the first tee and that was actually how we met. And, you know, he just graduated college and now we're working together on him going pro and just, he's one of the, nicest young man that I've ever had the proper or the ability to work with as a trainer and you know just very respectful smart kid very well spoken very confident just it's amazing what this program does and how many kids it reaches it's not this you know bringing kids together for golf lessons I mean we touch over 53,000 children in the or in Sacramento area it's yeah. It's it's a youth development program which uses golf as the vehicle, as you say, to get them together and uh, and to, and to give them a, an activity that everybody can do together while they learn, you know the uh, you know the all of all of the principles, uh, the respect, honesty, integrity, sportsmanship. Um, you know they they even teach these kids how to take their hat off, look somebody in the eye, and and shake hands and introduce themselves. I know. I feel like I should go through their program sometime. <laughs> Yeah, well, we'll save that for another day as well. <laughs> um, t- how's your golf game? Well, uh, I, apparently I'm not very popular down at El Maceo these days, Scott. Well, is that right, huh? I, I may or may not have shot 66 there last week. Holy smokes. Wow. <laughs> Fantastic. What tees were you playing? Uh, one up, I believe. Okay. Wow. That's Fantastic. Good for now, you. Now, I, I, I know they've got some, some tee boxes that, uh, you know, that don't exist right now. Is there yeah, seven and eight are out right now. Yeah. Were, were yeah. you moving forward with those as well? Well, admittedly, I did drive eight and make an eagle there. So there was oh, a little okay. right. But outside of that, the rest of the round was pretty impressive. You wow. got 66. That's, that's incredible. That is amazing. Um, and, and Northridge, obviously, is an amazing country club as well as El Macero. Uh, I'm curious, for this tournament um, – is there a dress code for this or is it? That is a really good question. We would like to have everybody there dressed reasonably nice, but we also recognize that, you know, it's a poker tournament. Uh, we would like to have people in collared shirts and just respectful of the clothes or the uh, country clubs dress code. Uh, we recognize that that may not always be the case, but yeah, for people who are coming, we would like that. And then for golfers or people who may be interested, I should probably mention we have a boatload of foursomes available at various different golf courses, thanks to a lot of our friends and general managers at other courses, including Rusty down over at El Macero. He was kind enough to get us a foursome. So. How do people get signed up? So really simple. You can go to firstteesacramento.org. And it'll be underneath the events page. It's the very first event on there. And there will be a link right there that takes you right to the buffet of options of signing up for raffle tickets and revise and so on. Now, Adam, I do have one concern because, you know, I'm a, I'm a pretty good Texas Hold'em player. So are your, the people showing up, are they going to be too disappointed when I knock them out and I win this thing? I hope that you do win it. <laughs> I do. I really do. Because you're only the 17th person that's told me how good they are at Texas. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a blast on Saturday night. Yeah, some cervezas are on me. Is, is, there, is there a kiddies table for those of us that aren't good at uh, Texas Hold'em? I can arrange that. Maybe we'll get you like a tutorial before i've got some handouts too that like show you like hand rankings you know as long as i can refer to them while i'm playing we're good 
Well, just put Frank at my table. I'll make sure to introduce him to the game. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of that scene from Stripes where John Candy's teaching the guy how to play Exactly. Oh, well, yeah, you should go all in. <laughs> yes, or the scene from uh, Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> well, I may have to rethink what I'm doing Saturday night, but in, but in all respect, Adam, congratulations and, uh, you know, well done to uh, – to put this fundraiser together, a poker tournament uh, Saturday night at uh, El Macero. If you'd like to at uh, Northridge, Frank, uh, excuse me at, at Northridge. Yeah. He's, you know, he shoots low scores everywhere I understand. Um, at Northridge. If, if you're interested, go to the uh, first T website, uh, Sacramento and, uh, and sign up and, you know, come see Scott, me. And we will and, have uh, some Sacktown sports, 1140 prizes we're giving out to, including some tickets to, A's games and miscellaneous stuff to add to it, uh, you know, right up there with the uh, Pro-Am entrance for the Fortnet. Scott, it's for the kids. It is, exactly. We will, uh, we will see you Saturday night. Um, we're talking with Adam Johnson, owner of Golf Fitness Solutions and board member, First Tee Greater Sacramento. This is the golf to go Radio Hour. This is Sacktown Sports 1140. It's the Golf to Go Hour with Frank LaRosa. You are listening to the Golf to Go Radio Hour on Sacktown Sports 1140. Hello, I'm Frank LaRosa. Scott Marsh is beside me, and we are talking with uh, Brandon Bowling. Brandon is the PGA Director of Golf at Plumas Pines Golf Resort up in Gray Eagle. And Brandon and I have been friends for a while. And uh, all I know is when I go up at Gray Eagle, my 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 watch seems to seems to slow down. It, it seems to go at a at a different pace up there, Brandon. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me uh, on board. Yeah, you know, I, I think the first time I was up there, and it took me a long time to actually get up to Gray Eagle because in my mind, I thought, gee, it's forever. And uh, from Sacramento, it's, you know, maybe two and a half hours or something. But boy, when you pull in up there, I, I, w- I was serious. It, it, it's kind of like uh, time stands still. You, you drive by that... Uh, that frosty freeze or whatever that uh, ice cream place is coming into town and, and everything just kind of, you know, nostalgia takes over. Yeah, I would agree. You know, we like to call it the uh, most peaceful place on earth. Um, for that reason, there is no traffic. Yeah. You can just unplug. And I feel like all, all the pressures go away. As soon as you make that turn off 80 onto 89, I feel like, you know, the, the scenery is beautiful. The pressures go away and you can just relax and enjoy from that yeah. point forward. Yeah. You've been relaxing and enjoying a lot of time up there. I mean, a lot of years. You you uh, you kind of started as a as a very young man and and have grown into this director of golf position after how many how many years is it? Yeah, this is thirty three for me this year. Wow. Yeah, that's remarkable. Tell us a little bit about the career. You know how you, how you kind of got involved and 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 how you got to where you are. Yeah, definitely. Well, you know the golf bug bit me uh, at twelve. Uh, I loved baseball and basketball. And thought I would be doing that forever. Once I hit my first chip and my first putt over at uh, Gray Eagle Meadows, actually one of our neighboring clubs, uh, that's all it took. It was seriously five minutes. So from that point forward, I wanted, you know, played, I wanted to get better, played, you know, junior golf through Northern Nevada, junior golf, high school golf, and then uh, went on to college golf at Cal State Stanislaus and competed. I was lucky enough to grow up, you know, in the Tiger days. So we played junior golf against Tiger and college golf against Tiger when he was at Stanford and, and uh, you know, several of the other guys that you're watching on TV. So it was a great time to be in golf uh, for that reason. And so felt very lucky. 
uh, worked at Plumas Pines, you know, so I could play golf in the summers starting when I got my driver's license at 16 and um, just loved every second. I was here as much as I could possibly be. And thanks to my incredible parents, uh, my dad being a school teacher and, you know, having time to to drive me to all the tournaments and support that, um, you know, I was able to compete and play and, um, you know, and then when I wasn't playing, I was working at the golf course. So it was like heaven. I was at the course from, you know, sun up to sundown every day. And uh, opportunity came to continue to work there after I graduated from uh, college and uh, turned pro. And so I jumped on that and just continued on, you know, from that point forward. So, you know, that's going back, I think, to 19, uh, late 89, 90, uh, you know, uh, when I started here at Plumas. And, you know, I've enjoyed the view. For those that haven't been here, the view from the golf shop is not quite as good as the deck right above with the cocktail, but <laughs> it's, it's pretty good. And so, you know, it just, the view is great every day, every second. I, I appreciate it every second. Just glad to be here and, you know, get to do what I love. So I've, I'm, I'm blessed. You know, you, when you, you mentioned the word heaven and what immediately came to my mind is, uh, is standing on your driving range. You know, it's an elevated driving range and, and you feel like you're above everything. Um, you know, you hit you hit a, a wedge up into the air, and it just seems to stay up there forever. And what a great feeling! And uh, and and as you look around at you know at the surrounding mountains and um, and and the golf course, it it really is, as you say, very peaceful. It's quite a view. Yeah, we are. I mean, we're as you know, uh, Frank, having been here, you know, we're right at the base of a couple of very large, beautiful mountains, full of fir trees, pine trees, and we have the middle fork of the Feather River runs right along several of our fairways and uh so that combination you know being at 4600 feet elevation as well when the golf ball goes a long ways um that combination of the trees the mountains the river um and then just our you know our climate is you know 90 degrees is hot for us so you know we're always in that sort of 75 to you know 85 degree weather it's beautiful so it's uh, it's a great place to be especially in spring fall and summer now you're just bragging, Brandon. Now you're just bragging. <laughs> we've we've had our share of hundred degree days here for a while. <laughs> you know the uh, the the golf course is is uh, just kind of you know runs through some of the some of the housing, some of the some of the fields and uh, along the rivers and things like that. It's um, it it's it's a it, it keeps your attention. Um, but you know, tell me, you know, if uh, for the uninitiated, if they haven't been there. I'm standing on that first tee, which is also an elevated tee. What what can I expect as as I play the golf course throughout the day? Yeah, definitely. I think you're right, uh, Frank. The start, you know, from right from the get go, when you get here, the view when you drive to the first tee, right by the range, it's elevated. It's you know, you're looking over the in, uh, first three or four holes of the golf course. You can see the Feather River in the background. Um, it's a great opening tee shot, great par five. And I think what we have here at Plumas that's great is um, we for all abilities. If you're a great player. And you're playing it from the blue tees. You know it's only 6,600 yards, but as you know, it plays longer because you're not always hitting driver. There's times you can hit driver. There's times you don't want to hit driver. Um, and then if you're playing it, you know, from the white tees at 6,000 or the gold tees at 6,300 or the red tees, you know, at at, uh, at shorter than that, um, I feel like we've got a spot where all abilities, all ages, all levels of play can enjoy the golf course, be tested by it. But it's not so hard that you feel like you just got, you know, just got beat up uh, because, you you know, the par fours are reachable. Uh, the par fives are reachable. 
And um, the greens are very are pure. They're perfect. So, you know, there's no trick. So it, I think it's really true, pure golf. Uh, you get rewarded for the good ones and penalized for the bad ones. Um, and, and you get to do it in a beautiful setting. What uh, what are the comments you, you hear over and over again? And I'm, and I'm sure there are some that that are just repeated by people after after they've played it, certainly for the first time. But but what what what, what do the players say? Yeah, definitely. So the first thing we get always is for first timers is they'll walk in the golf shop and go, my gosh, this view is incredible. You know, they joke with me always. Oh, you know, terrible view. You have, you know, terrible office, right. To work from. So that's the first thing we get. Um, and then we also get exactly what you mentioned in the opening there was that there is, you're just not fighting traffic. You're not, you know, fighting for tea times in general. Um, so, and then the peace and quiet of, you know, uh, we've got some wildlife running, you know, deer running through and, you know, birds flying over. And, uh, you know, so the, the quietness of, you know, you're not hearing cars, you're not hearing horns or we're way away from all that. So all you hear is, you know, the little breeze through the trees um, and the babbling of the river. Uh, so we get a lot of just how the people feel relaxed. They just feel like, man, I'm I'm just, there's, I, all I have to do is relax and enjoy uh, the views. And, and so we get a lot of that. Um, and then comments on the condition of the course, you know, huge kudos to our maintenance staff. Um, our uh, new superintendent, Jason Clemensrud and his gang um, do an incredible job keeping the golf course in, in, in amazing shape. So we always get comments on people like, man, you're just always in great shape, whether it's spring, you know, so spring, summer, fall. Um, and that makes my job easy because when the course is great, um, you know, people have more fun. So those are kind of the three biggest ones we get right out of the gates. And as you say, it's, it's kind of a, <clears throat> excuse me, a, a good place to, to get up and get away from things. You, you have a relationship with a, with a couple of uh, home sites up there. So there are opportunities for people to come up and stay. Yeah, definitely. Kind of, kind of fun. We have vacation rentals um, that are two and three and four bedroom units that are either on the course, on the water, off the course, depending on what you like. Uh, and those are accessed um, through one of our partners, uh, and it's it's wonderful. It's like moving into a home, you know, fully stocked, furnished, uh, you know, plates, barbecues, the whole deal. So if you want to cook at home there, you can. If you want to go out to eat, you can, or a combination thereof. Um, and they're not far from the clubhouse. A lot of people actually walk from their unit to the clubhouse. So it provides for a great stay and play. Folks that are coming out of town want to stay a couple nights. Um, it, it gives that opportunity. We're talking with Brandon Bowling, PGA Director of Golf at Plumas Pines Golf Resort. Uh, tell me, Scott, have you been up there? Have you been to you Gray? Know, it seems criminal, but I have not played this course, and I don't know how, but I feel terrible about that. I know buddies who have, and they've raved about the greens. That seems to be the one thing I've heard about this particular course, Brandon, that you mentioned that uh, people really rave about. But it, it's just such a, a great area for golf in general, right? For, for buddies who want to take that trip away. You, you always think Monterey, you think Tahoe, Truckee, but you really should be thinking Sierra Nevada in that area too, right? Yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head. Tiny town, we have 700 people in our little town. We have five great golf courses, um, a bunch of great restaurants. Um, and the price point, you know, compared to some of our neighbors uh, is less. Um, you know, so you can, it's a, it's a good value as well. And the courses are all great. They're all different. So yeah, it's a wonderful golfing community and, and the local folks love visitors. They love, you know, hanging out with the visitors, uh, you know, so you just get embraced as a visitor. So it's, it's a good place. You're exactly right. Uh, from, from four, you know, group of four to a group of a hundred, um, great place to come. 
Yeah, but I, I know you have memberships, but that doesn't affect uh, tea times or anything else for people coming from out of town, does it? No, not at all. We have a great little pocket of members, um, and but not at all. We we do have, you know, we're not in a in a super populated area, so yeah, yeah. Tea times are available, um, you know, morning, afternoon, depending on what you like. Yeah. No, that's all great to hear. I'm curious, uh, what would you say if if there is one or two in terms of signature holes up there? Yeah, definitely. Number 13 uh, is our signature hole. It's a straightaway par five over the pond, uh, big mountain backdrop that usually has snow on it uh, almost year round. It's beautiful. And you, you you can let the driver go there and it's reachable. So that okay. definitely uh, number one, I think because the elevation Frank hit on that. Everybody yeah. loves that tee shot uh, on number one as well. Those two are probably standouts. And then I get a lot of comments on 18 double dog leg par five coming home. Um, it's, it's pretty coming up to the clubhouse. Uh, so, you know, I mean, they're all pretty, but, uh, those are yep. the three probably I get the most comments on. Frank, I'm fired up to get up there. Yeah. You know, it, it's interesting when Brandon mentioned, um, you know, how welcoming, uh, the, the, the 700 people that live up there. I remember the last time we were up there, Brandon and, and our group, you recommended a, a really nice restaurant, uh, which we went to, we waited a little while cause it was popular and, you know, maybe not as big as, you know, some of the other places, uh, but it was well worth the wait. But I, I remember when I sat down, um, how welcomed I felt, you know, it was, it was, it was immediate, the warmth, um, you know, from, from the people running the restaurant and, uh, and it remained that way throughout the whole dinner. It, it really, it really was a really nice vibe. I, I was very impressed. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. We, and you know, it's cool about the small towns. We know everybody and we're all help, you know, friends, we're all buddies, uh, from golf to food and beverage to every small business. Cause we all, you know, it's small town. We know everybody. So uh, you get treated that way. You get treated um, like you are a friend uh, everywhere you go. So it's, it's, yeah, it's nice. You've uh, you've kind of changed your philosophy on, on lessons over the years. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. You know, I love to teach um, and, you know, I, I have the opportunity to teach a little bit here, which is great. So we've done, you know, I do anywhere from, you know, young four or five year old juniors all the way up to, you know, 90 plus year old folks who are still hitting it right down the middle uh, and in between. And we do, you know, individual lessons. I do golf schools and golf academies, um, you know, like where folks come up and stay for four or five nights and we do instruction daily, tie, you know, tie in some food and beverage. Uh, and so, yeah, kind of all facets. Uh, I'm just lucky enough to be able to do that, uh, uh, you know, every day. Um, and I love that. I, the smile that people get when they hit that great shot or when they see improvement, um, it, it brings joy to me. That's why we do it. I think all teachers do that. Uh, it's the joy in the students, uh, you know, kind of picking up and catching on and getting better. So, um, yeah, very lucky to be able to teach. Absolutely. If people want to make a tea time, how are they going to go about doing that? Yeah, a couple of ways. Um, website, plumaspinesgolf.com. Uh, you can make tea times right on our website. And or you can give me a call. Shoot. Uh, 530-836-1420. That's our phone number. And, you know, if it, it, we got a couple great staffers, including myself. Um, I'm behind the counter a lot. And so I love chatting with folks. Yeah, give us a call. We'll make a tea time over the phone for you and answer any questions you might have. You know, it's kind of fun. It brought the smile to my face when I called uh, to to set up this interview and you did answer the phone and it was like, I recognized the voice immediately. And uh, it, it, it's, it, you know, all the memories come flooding back. So it, it's always a lot of fun to be up there with you, Brandon. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. A great, great having you got, we were chatting. we got to get you up you guys and Scott and yourself up here to play some golf. It's uh, always an open invite to have you guys come up and tee it up. We're coming. I know I'm coming for sure. How, <laughs> how late is the course stay open till in the fall? How, yeah, how good, is 
Great question. Yeah, we close October 31. Okay. Um, yeah, and all the courses in our area are pretty similar in dates. You know, we open kind of around the 20th of April, close to the end of October. We run great specials uh, in, in springtime in April and also in October is a great time to come up because the rates are lower, not just for us, but our neighboring clubs as well. Um, and the courses are still in great shape with fall colors and leaves falling. You know, I mean, yeah. it's, it's gorgeous, especially like September, October. Yeah. Yeah. Brandon, you've been a, a PGA member a long time. And uh, so I'm going to just hit you with a question out of the blue here. What what is the PGA in the game of golf? Um, you know, you've given so much to others. What What's the game given to you? Oh, everything. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, I live and breathe it every day. The PGA of America, uh, you know, being a part of that is uh, I'm super proud of that. I'm super proud to be a member of that. It was a lot of work to get there, not just playing, but also all the studies and, you know, education stuff that, you know, that we do as fellow PGA members. Um, you know, I think we're all proud of that. Uh, I love our organization. I love the PGA, PGA of America, the club professional organization. Um, uh, so proud to be a part of it. And um you know, I always dreamed of being, uh, you know, a golf professional and, and I am now I pinch myself every day and, and the PGA's provided that opportunity uh, and continues to do that, you know, whether it's the business side or the playing side, uh, we get to do both as much as we want. Um, and, uh, you know, we get to watch the amazing, amazing guys on the PGA tour as well. Of course, we always lust to do that as well. And so it's, I, I just can't think of a better organization to be a part of. It's fantastic. We get supported left and right from our local chapters and the, the national section as well. So if I have questions, anything I need, uh, the resources are there. I just make a phone call uh, and I've got somebody there knowledgeable to help out. So we appreciate the support in that way too. So I'm, yeah, it's, it's an amazing organization. Well, and I'm sure they appreciate you and, and uh, you know, the, the love you have for the, for the organization as well. Brandon Bowling is the PGA Director of Golf at Plumas Pines Golf Resort up in Gray Eagle. Now, if you haven't been there, you really have to get up there and uh, and set your watch back an hour or two because uh, you're going to want to spend some time, relax, have a good time, enjoy the golf course, the restaurants, the people. And uh, as Brandon says, you know, they, they're, all, they're all neighbors up there and there are five great golf courses. So go on up there and try them all. Yeah, thank you, Frank. I appreciate it. And I can't tell you to be... Uh... To be interviewed by a legend like yourself is a treat. I have to tell you, it's I mean, huge respect for what you do. And we really appreciate uh, everything you do for us as PGA members. And and uh, can't thank you enough for that. Thank you, Brandon. That means a lot to me. I appreciate it. Uh, it, it it's nice to know that uh, that I have friends and, and we, we all appreciate each other. Scott, uh, we have to make a date. We have to get up there to Plumas Pines. Uh, say hi to Brandon. And, yes, we do. Uh, Everyone else, you need to do that. We could talk about golf for hours, but we only have an hour. So that wraps up another edition of Golf to Go Radio Hour on Sacktown Sports 1140. Scott Marsh, have a good evening. You as well, Frank. And we will see you again next week.